We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You're, you're tuned in to Starstruck, Starstruck, where the stars align. Now here's your host, Psychic Wayne. Hey, good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align, and where we talk about all things astrology. Happy Friday. Um... We're July, uh, I, you know what? I don't even remember the dates. We're back on lockdown, so I stopped counting July the 16th, days. Bruce. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, um, well, yeah, okay. Um, anyway, um, yeah, she, she started before I introduced her. My friend from the UK. Hey, Christelle, how you doing? Hi, Bruce, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And then I'm always bringing in these foreign people, and I have Matthew from Canada. <laughs> you know, true story. You do know that none of the judges on America's Got Talent were born in America. <laughs> no, I did. I, you can't know what? Get, you, I can't get yeah. past the irony. That's a fun fact. <laughs> well, is that why Terry Crews is the acting up? Because he's the only one born in America. I think so. I think uh-huh. so. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. I want to remind everybody that uh, we're staying safe and we are social distancing. So I am home and they are at their homes in the United Kingdom and in Canada. So if you hear some odd noises and some, you know, distractions or disruptions or what have you, um, ignore it. So ooh, we got lots to talk about. Every week I have lots to talk about. Every, You know, I, I need to have the show every day. I need a two hours every day yeah. to have this show. Two hours with your international team. <laughs> there you, there you go. And high five. <laughs> you just gave me the label that y'all are now labeled my international team. That's excellent, excellent, Crystal. That Pisces is always working over there. Exactly. Always. So, <clears throat> okay. So I, I know you. You know the three of us. We did a show back in April. And we were mm. talking about you know how by. June 30th when Pluto and Jupiter conjuncts and when Saturn goes to the 29th degree, which it is now, how things were going to get worse. Mm. And here we are. I've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. And now you can actually go back and hear the old um, previous shows on all major podcast flat, uh, platforms. I need to go back and listen to them to see what we said. I remember some of the stuff, but I do remember that we said around this time, things are going to be off the hook and here we are yeah we did say there was going to be a repeat of what we saw in january right yes yes and we talked about the fact that saturn going back to the 29th degree and saturn rules barriers it rules restrictions and it rules masks and Mm -hmm. so here we are Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah matt are you still wearing your mask over there oh yeah oh yeah and not just because of the obvious reasons, but we're kind of going through that whole Saturn-Pluto rerun, but with six months of Mars and Aries squaring it. Uh, so it, I know, that's so tough. So you take the trash pile from the first six months of this year, turn it into a dumpster fire. Yeah, <laughs> and this is what I've been saying. Like We've been through the easier parts of life the first six months of this year. It's about to go down, and we're already seeing a lot of Martian stuff happening in the world already. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we we already are feeling Mars because of all the fireworks that we've been seeing, and mm. that's only the beginning. That's the prelude. Mm. Um, the here in the United States, the coronavirus has surpassed the three million uh, infect infections. Okay. Um, we are a quarter 
of the world's <laughs> uh, coronavirus infection. And the administration, the government administration, they have not gotten together on one page to get rid of this. I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can y'all help us? <laughs> <laughs> the epicenter, right? The U.S. is the epicenter of the world with this coronavirus, right? Well, I mean, the... the it's the, been uh, scrutinized greatly. Yeah, yeah the, the uptick is severe. Right. Brazil is coming up quick from behind, but, you know, <laughs> this is a race no one wants to win. <laughs> a, a race no one wants. <laughs> it's look. not even funny, but it's funny. It's just it's just quite crazy how I think I heard that your your president was wearing a mask the other day. You heard is that he true? was? I oh, heard yeah. that he was in a yeah. meeting or a convention or some sort. He was wearing I think a mask. He went and he to a looked... hospital or something like that, and he, All right. he put one. Oh, okay. So it was to protect the the patients rather than <laughs> than him proving that he was wrong. Well, I'm sure it was for him to protect himself. You know. Right. Oh yeah. Of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the hospitals here in Texas, Florida, Arizona have reached their capacity in ICUs. Oh uh, wow. Beds. And California is coming up on that too. I'm really How's concerned, LA? you guys. Yeah, but LA, I heard, got quite hit quite hard too. Well, yeah, we, we, they're putting us back in a, a restrictive mode. Like they closed the malls again, they closed mm-hmm. the gyms, they closed the hair salons, and all of that stuff because it's just it's clearly you know getting out of hand again. It's actually mm. worse now than it was you know at the height of it a couple months back. Right. And I'm not surprised, anyways. But here, like in the U in the UK, sorry. So Boris is worried about the potential threat for a long-term recession. And so, where originally we've got the guidelines of you know, work from home, <clears throat> avoid public transport where you can, only do essential travel. Mm-hmm. I read today that he's going to come forth with a, a new guideline where he wants the civil servants to go to work, to take public transport, so that we can increase the economy because there is a, a potential for, you know, recession. So he, the ultimate goal is to boost the social productivity, which is very, very Saturn. Saturn is very right. social. In order, yeah, to reduce the likelihood of recession. So things are, are, are changing here. The guidelines are changing. But I think people are going to be really reluctant now that they can see in the world what it is that's going on with the spikes, the relapse. So he's going to have a tricky job in his wow. hands. But obviously, <laughs> civil servants have to work. They've got no choice, really. Wow. What about over there, Matt? It's still pretty much under control here. Uh, there's still, I mean, there's been slight upticks as people kind of drop their guard and aren't wearing masks as often as all that, but it's correcting itself fairly quickly whenever that happens. Um, mm. uh, our biggest new source of infection is apparently, believe it or not, American tourists sneaking over the border. <laughs> wow. Build that wall. How? Build the damn wall. <laughs> oh, there's like thousands and thousands of miles or kilometers of border, and the vast majority of it isn't monitored. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of back roads where you can get across and all that. People okay. don't have because it's normally not a problem, but yeah. Yeah, so okay. that, will, that will enhance the spike. Uh, Possibly in Canada. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it will. And you know what, you guys, um, back, what was that? The the lunar eclipse that happened on the 20, is it 21st? 28th of June? Oh, 22nd? 
or something was, like that? Was it, it was zero, degree, it was zero, zero yeah. degree cancer. Yeah. yeah. That, okay. That, that one. The, the, the recent one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the recent solar eclipse. <laughs> so, in fact, the last one, here we go. <laughs> well, that was conjunct. Conjunct, you guys, my listeners, right. means that it landed within five degrees of a planet. So it landed, I think, the United States Venus, which rules the sixth house of, of health. Is yeah. At, what, is that two or four, Matt? I don't remember. Uh, U.S. Venus is at uh, three degrees cancer. Three, okay. And mm. the eclipse was zero degrees. So that clearly is a, what we call a close conjunction. Yeah. And do you guys think that that was um, kind of a warning or kind of set this whole thing off too? Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. And also it will, it's a huge impact, like you say, on health and finances, money, our sense of security because it's cancer, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So our sense of security will be in shambles to right. some degree. And not to mention that all of that stuff in Capricorn, the, you know, transiting Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn is all opposite. Um, the natal, the natal Saturn and the natal Mercury, I think, of the United States. You know, I'm trying mm. to do this by heart. I should, should pull up the You're child. doing well. You're doing well. <laughs> but oppositions always make it difficult isn't it it's almost like you're you you're you don't have the power to make the changes as such you 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 know when you see oppositions in the chart it's like you have to almost be amenable um to make it work for you because it's the most challenging aspect isn't it the opposition and usually it, it brings in the external like other people or other events that cause changes in your life or in, right. the, in the country, or whatever the case may be. So oppositions are really tricky. Well, they are. And I think we had, a, the three of us had a discussion about this. I always look at the square as being the most challenging. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, we've got to debate. We have to debate this one. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, <laughs> we have to agree think? to disagree on this one. <laughs> I, important, I don't know. But most important, well, I mean, it's important. But I kind of tend to think of, squares and trines and sextiles is you know when you turn on the local news and the first story is the fireworks explosion uh and the fire fireworks factory burned down and killed 12 people and then the next news story is someone cops raided the wrong house and then we follow up with a story a heartwarming story about a rescue goat that's nursing a batch of kittens now you know how do you come up with this stuff (laughs) wait a minute let me or it gives a man time to think that's and amazing. That's an amazing that analogy. Crazy. But listeners, what we're talking about is at, we're talking about the aspects. When aspects aspects are when the transiting planets, transiting meaning the moving planets up in the sky now, they make aspect to a planet in your natal chart. So we were Matthew was giving an example of um, the you know the square and then it getting easier and lighter because uh, the trine and the sextile those are easy. Yeah. The challenging things have to do with the squares and the oppositions. And right, the and the challenging, the challenging aspects help you grow. That's the whole point of them as well. Like, you wouldn't want all trines and all sextiles in your chart. There's no growth in that. That's my opinion anyways. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you'd be pretty boring if you didn't have any squares and sec- uh, squares right. and um, all that stuff. And I got a bunch of them. So I've got a bunch. I've boring. got, like... <laughs> 
There's a ton of red lines going through my chart. <laughs> okay. you, you know how you get your, 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 well, I didn't get very many of these, but how somebody would get their paperback and it's all marked up red from the teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's what my natal chart looks like. <laughs> you did this wrong and this wrong, and you got to go back and you got to fix this. You got to learn these right. lessons. So. But then you build resilience, intelligence. Yes, you know, yes. like growth. Yes, yes. It's good stuff. Just like the Leo that I am. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I have a few challenging aspects in my chart, but all you really need to know is, is that I have I have good control over it and no one looks in my basement without a search warrant. That is what I'm talking okay. about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll see Go what's on, Matt. Matt's house. See what's going on there in the twelfth and the eighth. <laughs> You know, the eighth house people, it has to do with Scorpio. That's where, you know, we have the bodies. And then the mm. 12th house is where we had our secrets. Um, getting back to the virus. Um, the virus, yes. In Saline, Michigan, there was a party during the 4th of July that's traced back to infecting 48 people. So uh, when you think about that, these people went to a party, 4th of July, they got infected. And now, you know, they went around whoever they've been around. So they're probably possibly infected too. What mm. the heck? Oh, yeah. Sorry, what party was this? It was in Michigan, Saline, in, Michigan. Okay. Here, here in the United States. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's an interesting pattern I've seen play out literally over all over the world, thanks to Facebook, is that, you know, there will be an outbreak in one place, but then the place next door says, ah, you know, maybe it's not going to get that serious here. Maybe it's a hoax, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, your cousin gets in it. It's like, well, yeah, I think maybe it's being overreported. And then the next thing you know, you're renting freezer trucks for the morgue space. Oh, oh my God. Speaking, speaking of which, <laughs> what? <laughs> Matthew, speaking of which, and I don't, I don't know that I'm going to laugh after I say this, I just read in the news that Arizona, hmm. have, they're starting to call refrigerated trucks. Yep. yep. They start to do what? They ha they're having to call or request refrigerated trucks to house bodies. Whoa. I heard that they got buried now in these big kind of wall-like holes in the U.S. I don't know how true this is. This is what my father told me, and he's very big on the news. So is, is, this, is there any truth to that, too? Um, I haven't heard that. There, 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 is, there is. The name escapes me, but there is this one island in New York City where traditionally they have buried the poor and the homeless. And uh, someone did fly a drone over that a couple of months ago, and they were digging trenches. Oh, wait, where was this again? There's some island in New York City. I forget what it's called, but it's basically it has. It sounds like the perfect place for a horror movie. All that's on there is a an abandoned mental hospital, and right. thousands of graves of people who died homeless or unidentified over the years. And, mm. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Woo. But on a brighter note, regarding mm -hmm. COVID, mm -hmm. what's the cure? <laughs> oh, what's the cure? Oh, well, we do have good news. We have good news about a vaccine. Well, good good news to me is going to be like when they call me and say, "You have an appointment to come and get this shot," and, and a million people already have it already, but it's your turn. Then that's good news to me. But honestly, there's Moderna. Um, their vaccine is showing a whole lot of promise, actually. Good. It appears safe, and it mm -hmm. provokes some immune response of antibodies in about 45 people that, in the 45 people that received it, 
Okay. Right. Um, they're going to go into a larger phase of it where they're going to try, they're going to give it to 30,000 people at the end of this month. So you guys, does this have to do with transiting Neptune, which rules pandemics? Yeah. Um, make it an aspect to Jupiter and Pluto? Yeah. I mean, Jupiter's, it's about luck, isn't it? Protection. Pluto's about transformation. So mm-hmm. are they making, they making aspect? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Neptune is at twenty degrees Pisces. Yeah, um, so very tight. What is what is Pluto at? Is it twenty three? Twenty three. Twenty. Uh, yeah, twenty three. And 23? Jupiter 20, is twenty what? <laughs> twenty twenty what? Christelle. Twenty three. Twenty three. Okay, because yes. you talk about when I say Black Lives Matter. <laughs> now have I'm you been have working on it, Bruce? 23. 23. <laughs> 20, oh, wow, wow, I hear your point. I hear your point. I, I you called me slipping. You called me slipping. <laughs> I, um, I had an, my English teacher was from England when I was in high school, and her name was Miss Glenn. And yeah. she used to say, she used to call it schedule. Did you say schedule or schedule? We say schedule. Okay, well, she said schedule. We're oh like, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you might get you might get that you might get schedule, but it depends where you're from. <laughs> was she higher class? <laughs> well, she thought she was. But... <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Wait until. Okay, yeah, the sextile sextiles <laughs> the Neptune sextile in uh, Pluto and Jupiter. Sextiles are about opportunities. Yeah, so it looks like there is an opportunity for healing, transformation, for some luck and protection. It looks good. Yeah. What are you doing, Matt? Oh, sorry. Yeah, and sorry, Matt. I'm and I'm just I'm marveling at this Jupiter Neptune sextile that's happening currently, just because it's 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 because it's a sextile it doesn't grab headlines, but it's a um, great opportunity for making peace with things, including mm-hmm. perhaps in this case a virus. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's probably why a lot of us are much more confident because there's some peace and some hope, right? Jupiter right. is about hope and optimism, and Neptune's about letting go and you know God and connecting with something greater. So, right. but also here, we, there's some hope here in terms of vaccine too. By the way, oh. so we've had we've had some breakthroughs as well, where scientists have found vaccines that contain both antibodies. So mm-hmm. antibodies are protected, right, from the virus. Yeah. Right bit of science uh, but also uh, t-cells as well so t-cells produce antibody antibodies and they attack the virus yeah. so to have both is huge so they're very very optimistic about that but there, there is some ambiguity about how long lasting it can last how long lasting it is in the body to protect against covid so that's the only issue oh well i don't want you to tell them not to tell us that part <laughs> uh, but we get we're making progress and like we said you know the sex style is looking good so we'll see well it, it is and i think oh speaking of which have you guys heard about russia trying to steal trying to hack into the researchers um computers to take this information so they can fix the virus or have um find the virus i mean find the virus find the <laughs> vaccine Russia are always yeah. up to something. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they hacked research facilities in the U.S., U.K., and Canada. But right. of course, as we all know, Russia is our friend. <laughs> uh, Russia, yeah. yeah, yeah. I kind of like it, it. It was a slip of the tongue when I said they're always up to something. <laughs> they are really great people. <laughs> they really are. They're our friend. They're awesome. And they had nothing to do with with um, 
feeling in this election? No, not at all. They didn't read nothing, did they? That was Hillary nah. Clinton. Hillary Clinton did the whole thing. Oh, she did it <laughs> all by herself. <laughs> yeah, her and her emails. There you go. <laughs> We're bad. We are bad. We're terrible. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, you know what? Um, I And you know, Crystal, I didn't send you this chart to take a look what at, it? but it's the state of Florida. Matt and I were talking about it. <clears throat> um, at the pre-meeting? Uh, huh? At the pre-meeting? Yes. So okay. what it is, the state of Florida right now, is they're calling it the epicenter of the virus in the United States. I don't know if they're calling it the epicenter in the world. I don't, I don't know that. But we look mm. at the natal chart of the state of Florida, and sure enough, they got some problems. What'd you see? Well, first of all, um, the eclipse that we had was square Uranus, right? So what is Uranus about? Uranus is about rebellion. It's about, no, you don't get to make me wear a mask. And that's mm. what it's all about. That's why these, that's one of the reasons it's out of control over there because so many people are still going to the beach, still going to the bars, all that stuff. And plus the governor, you know, he won't, he won't mandate masks or whatever. So he won't now, make what it else compulsory. Yes, exactly. Okay. Matt, what else did you see in that? Uh, if if, if uh, the time and date we have is correct, March 3rd, 1845, 1045 in the morning. And mm-hmm. congr- congratulations, Florida. You don't look a year over 120. Um, right. <laughs> public health is ruled by Pluto in the case of this chart. And Florida was born with Pluto at 22 Aries, which means it is getting pounded by Jupiter and uh, Pluto right now Ooh. with uh, Saturn coming back in for one last kick. Oh, Lord. Mm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, you know, when I looked at the chart, I just grabbed that that little bit about the Uranus and the reason that it's probably happening is because they, they're being so rebellious about wearing masks. And right. I don't know who this this scientist was. He said, if we just wore masks for three weeks, everybody wore masks, then, you know, we could we could beat this. Because it's not unbeatable in that regard, mm. but as long as we're still, you know, going around spreading to one another, it's it's going to be here forever. Yeah, and that's it, it's everything's so political now. You know, it, it, it's it, everything has to be politicized, and at least in the case of Canada, it was like, you know what, everyone stay at home for a couple three months, put on a mask if you got to go out. Oh, you need money? We'll give you some money. Mm. Wow. Is that how, e- how easy it's been over there? It's well, I don't want me say it, make it sound easy, but it's certainly it's a lot easier than it's been in a easier, lot of places. Easier, yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, so, but I heard Australia as well are doing quite well, no? In where? terms of that in Australia. No, I so, like a week ago I heard that they were having they shut they had to shut back down down there. Shut back down, okay. Or some part of it at least. Right, but certain countries have managed better than other countries for sure. Well. I didn't tell you why this country is not doing it because the dang gone president won't do it. So they're like, well, we ain't going to do it either. Mm. You know? So that's, that's part of the problem. We don't, okay. Well, it makes sense that this is the, this is the only country. And I think I said this earlier where we don't have like uh, a federal way of, of fighting this virus. Every other country has, you know, they use the government put out mandates and they got it under control. Mm-hmm. Here we are. You know, the superpower of the world and, and, you know, people are still getting infected. 
So. Yeah, in, in theory, in the U.S., it should be the CDC in charge of these things. However, as you may have heard, the Trump administration has recently ordered uh, local health boards and hospitals to stop reporting to the CDC and instead report to uh, Health and Human Services. So basically, in other words, the people who should be fighting it are no longer going to be getting the information. Oh my god! Wow, it's getting so deep. <laughs> oh my god! So he want he wants the all of the the stuff sent to the administration instead of the CDC. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, it's because Health and Human Services is much more under uh, White House control than the CDC. Mm. You know, who knows? All of a sudden, these numbers could start getting awesome in the next month, and more people <laughs> could be dying. Well, you know that that's the whole point of it. And that's why right now transiting Neptune is opposite of the United States Neptune, which it has to do with disease and it also has to do with fraud. It has to do with deception. This election coming up, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> right. But whilst we're still on the topic of uh, COVID, have you heard about the new symptom? No. What is it? No. Okay. Skin rash. Which, right. interestingly enough, <laughs> Saturn rules the skin, right? Yes. So, that, yeah. So, in the UK, I don't know if it's been broadcasted in the US or elsewhere in the world. But, yeah, the, the rash, there's a rash that coincides with the COVID or coronavirus. And, um, you know, Saturn's a major player or key factor in this whole pandemic. But, yeah. Oh, wow. And, it, and it's at the anoretic degree. Right, exactly that. So, although it's less prevalent than the other symptoms, the other symptoms being what, coughs, fevers, right? Yeah. It is important. They're saying it is important to isolate, to self-isolate if you do see a rash. The moment you see a rash, self-isolate for two weeks, call the GP, doctor, or whatever. But very interesting. But it's not particularly shocking. (laughs) Sorry? I'm going to seal my windows and just stay in here for another two years. Yeah. You know, hey, I want to um, also just remind everybody you are listening to Dash App Radio and you can come here and get your daily um, coronavirus updates. And you are listening to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align. And I am on with my international team, Matthew and Christelle. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes. So, um, Ah, let's let's move on. We got so much. I mean, we could talk another three hours about. I know COVID. it's so easy with this. There's so it much is. to say. But it's it's a lot more celebrity news going on right now. You know, before um, people were staying in the house, people are out and about now. So, to me, one of the biggest stories, the big, biggest stories of this week is Nick Cannon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was let go from Viacom, and he had been at Viacom doing you know with MTV doing a while and out for twenty years. He's going through some major aspects right now. Ooh, yeah, he is. He's having his Pluto square. Right. And uh, most, uh-huh. I mean, people around his age group are going to be having their Pluto square, and it always manifests differently. But it's usually some kind of a midlife crisis of some sort. Yeah, so true. And Neptune, square Neptune, also brings a, le- a degree of midlife crisis too. Yeah. Is he having his Neptune square? Yeah. Exact, oh, 20 degrees, exact. Oh, I missed that. Double whammy. Double that whammy. Is. And guess so, what? Okay, people, the listeners, 
you know, I haven't had my astrology, my starstruck astrology lesson of the week yet, but maybe I should use this as an opportunity to do that. Um, ne a Neptune square is when transiting Neptune is square, square being a harsh or difficult aspect, is square your natal Neptune. And you know what? Right. Oddly enough, Neptune rules television, and he got fired right. from television. Okay. Right, and okay. glamour, and all the rest of it. <laughs> so this square has triggered delusions about his successes, his achievements. You know, and he's probably feeling really vulnerable about his and has feelings of inadequacy and failure. This is huge with the Pluto square as well. Oh yeah, and it is exact. And but you know what? Oh, go go ahead, man. It's unusual for a person, historically speaking to have both a Pluto square and a Neptune square at the same time. Right. The, the, big lesson, the big lesson in all this is, is everyone born in or around 1980 needs to get a reading from an astrologer. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that. That's <laughs> right. Call us, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. also, he's got Uranus opposed in his Mercury, and that's exact as well, very strong. So that's unexpected news, other people challenging his way of thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, he's probably feeling like he's got to defend his way of thinking, his views, his opinions. And yeah. I've seen that on social media. I've seen him kind of express himself about what's been going on, the reason why he's got fired. And, you know, it's, this is a very challenging aspect and he needs to kind of remain open-minded and also allow for new ideas to kind of take place in order to move forward because it's so challenging. He's going to have a lot on his mind right now, you know, and his mind is working very, very fast. Well, so I think also really this is process. that Neptune square is also rooted in why they fired him or what, whatever he was talking about. Um, it was not true. Um, mm. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't true about anti being anti-Semitic or whatever. There was some, um, it was some misinformation. Misunderstanding. That's very Neptunian. Yeah. Lots of confusion. Yeah. Distortion, isn't it? Really? And when I'm, also, mm -hmm. when I'm looking at his transits, there's obvious all kinds of bad stuff happening right now. But as far as long-term career effects, mm -hmm. I'm a little more optimistic. Oh, yeah. I see that Is it too. the Jupiter sextile Uranus as well? Well, it's just, yeah. I mean, relatively speaking, his midheaven, his career, isn't, or its ruler, aren't getting pounded nearly as badly as half the other stuff in his chart. That's so good. So, That's so good. It, it could suck now, but he'll be back, I figure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he so, will. Not only that, uh, once transiting Saturn goes into Aquarius, it's going to be trying his natal Saturn, which yeah. is a traditional ruler of the midheaven. And then he has all of those Jupiter, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn all making mm -hmm. aspects to his natal Uranus. And they will be making aspect to his natal Mars. So he, it won't be long before he has work. No doubt. Mm. This is not the end of his career. It's just a transition. Right. So the Jupiter sextile Uranus. So Jupiter is about abundance, luck, you know, protection. And Uranus is about radical change and, you know, opportun sudden opportunities. So this right. sounds like opportunities that may come out of nowhere. But he would have to adjust to, like, new routines and new habits or new lifestyles. So that's really good. And the fact that it's a sextile, that's really positive. Right. And also I see and Saturn sextile in the Mars as well. 
Yeah, all of that, and all this yeah. stuff is also it's also trying his natal Jupiter. Okay, yeah, he's 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 gonna be okay. Okay, He'll I wish I had bad transits. I had all these great transits to follow. What can we do? I know, but also we know Nick Cannon. I mean, I I haven't grown up with him, but I have seen clips of him. I I kind of watched the widen out here and there, and I've seen interviews and stuff growing up. Like he's a cool dude, and he's an intelligent man, and I think he people do like him and have faith in him. So we even without astrology, you'll know. You know, this just astrology supports our, our thinking of him anyways, I think, you know, right. I, he's I too agree. much of a force. Right. What do you think, Matt? I Yeah, this is a classic case of uh, if, if he came to me for a reading next year, probably mm. one of the first things I would say is, well, it's a shame you didn't call me last year because there was a lot more exciting bad news. Exciting bad news. <laughs> exciting bad news. <laughs> Nothing exciting about bad news to me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this but is yeah. just another testament about astrology look at this he is oh. a Gemini rising mm-hmm. okay rising is the rising sign people is your ascendant it's called ascendant or rising sign it's what sign was coming up over the east uh, when you were, at the moment you were born it's interesting because he has Mercury which rules his ascendant in the sixth house and the sixth house is daily work and he does right. radio he does TV and he's going to have a talk show so he's, he's it's his signature. He's meant to be doing this, you know. He's me- he's meant to speak and share his mind. Yeah, with yeah. the world, essentially. I was also looking at you know once Saturn goes into um, Aquarius, it's gonna conjunct at some point. Conjunct meaning it's gonna be within five degrees or to the exact degree of his midheaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius, so maybe it won't be that bad. Yeah. Is that next year? No, uh, probably within the next year and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that is next year. It's next year, yeah. So this, you know, he can use this time to kind of like reevaluate things. You know, the planets, the major planets are still retrograde for the rest of the year. So this may be a time to reevaluate where he's going to go moving forward with his career. Right. Matt, you just want to say something about Mars? On his, I mean, not Mars. Uh, here I go. I can't even blame it on Mercury retrograde. Mercury is direct. <laughs> oh, it's still post-shadow, though. You're all right. <laughs> uh, what were you, Matt, were you saying something about um, transiting Saturn being on his midheaven? Uh, yeah. It's it's kind of, it's one of those transits that can actually be good, but you have to put the work in, even when it brings good news. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. And then you'll reap the rewards from Saturn. Mm-hmm. You always reap the rewards when you work hard with Saturn. So that's right. when you have to work. You, you have to put in the work. Well, that's right. That's why I call him the personal trainer. You know, when you go to the, the you get trained by somebody. Like, well, when I do anyway, I'm like, hey, I don't feel like doing this, but you know. know, if you yeah. do it, and then you you do it, you can't anymore, and plus two or three more, you know, you start to see the results. So yeah, that's why yeah. I, I consider Saturn the, the personal trainer of the zodiac. That's so true. It's <laughs> our butt. <laughs> he does. I used to have a really tough relationship with Saturn until I realized I had no other, there was no other way to work with him, but to work, literally work. Yeah. So when I was placed in positions of work, you know, growing up and being aware of astrology and what it was about, I realized that actually it was through work that I would really benefit and reap from, from my hard work, you know, the discipline behind. I don't nat- I'm not naturally inclined to have routine. Like I'm not, I'm very Pisces, as you know. So routine is just like non-existent almost. Right. So having to really implement that growing up uh, okay. has been really wonderful, actually. Wow. Well, 
That's excellent. Yeah. Well, I know. But, whereas I have Saturn in Pisces and that's sort of like hard work. I'll get to that after my nap. Oh, uh, yeah. You see? <laughs> <laughs> but then, but you're allowed to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're allowed. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Time is moving so quickly. I know. Uh, we got so much to talk about. Let's, let's move on to the next one. So, Nick, Nick is going to be fine. For the record, yeah. Nick is going to be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> yes. Um, Walter. Uh, Otto. Walter. Did you watch Hurtado. it? Did you watch it? I watched it, yes. Matt, did you, did you watch it? I, I watched it. Twice I watched it, yes. Yes, we watched it. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, awesome. He is awesome. So, you know, anytime that somebody, like fascinates me or inspires me or whatever i like to look at their chart to see how it works in my chart just, that's good that's just good what so I do. on an individual level it's not well his uranus no wonder i'm I finding fascinating his uranus conjuncts my my uh jupiter you know um his his mars is within conjunction range of my venus his neptune <laughs> conjuncts my uranus you know, so yeah. I take it he inspired you. <laughs> well, the thing of it is, I used to think he was a little odd, you know, of course. Did like, you? Just a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you guys watch him then? I, yeah, did I, I don't know how, how it's possible that a white bread kid in Saskatchewan like me was familiar with him, but I was a little familiar with him back around 1980 ish, something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. It must have been the ads in the National Enquirer or something, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. But he had yeah, commercials everywhere too. You remember he had a psychic line and all yeah. that stuff. And yeah, I, I don't remember all this stuff. And everyone, <laughs> everyone needs to once they're done listening to this, of course, rush to either their Netflix or, if necessary, someone else's and watch uh, "Mucho Mucho Amor: The Legend of Walter Mercado." Right. And Matt, what about this? The fact that oh, both of you guys. Uh, astral theme, and I wrote a little bit of a post here. We can't trust what astral theme puts for these people's birthdays and their time of birth because it could be just some random astrologer like, I think this person may be a Taurus rising or whatever. (laughs) So, but I think that the the astral theme chart that that they have now for Walter, it's just wrong data. Yeah, whereas the one on Astrotheme, uh, mm-hmm. Here's the thing: is that astro.com. If you like, say there's a celebrity named Bob Jones, and you want to find out about him, you type in Bob Jones astrology. Usually, the first thing that comes up is uh, astro theme, and mm. and that's not because they're the best source; it's because they've got the best search engine game. And uh, but if you go down to astro.com, they give every chart what's called a Rodden rating, from double right. A, B, C, D, X. Uh, as to how accurate it is. And their birth date for Walter Mercado is a double A rating because it comes right off the uh, birth certificate. Right. So, And it's 1931, yeah. 25th of April? April 31. Okay. okay. Which is a great chart because if you look at him, he was just flamboyant as hell. Very. Oh, my goodness. Isn't he that gorgeous? Doesn't, that doesn't come from his son in... Um, Taurus, I guess. Well, kind of could, but not to that extent. It adds to it. Sun, sun on the ascendant comes a lot. Usually comes across as a little Leo-like. Yeah. You consider he's got sun on the ascendant in Taurus, but it's in a close square to his moon in Leo. 
that right. that almost makes him more Leo than Leo in some way. Oh, <laughs> and, and and the Mars is a, a yeah. and the Mars, Mars conjunction square the sun and the ascendant. So you're right. The Mars infuses everything here. I mean, this is someone who loves attention. Literally, literally, it gives him life. Right. The drama right? part of it, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, this is someone who has an emotional, like this intense emotional need for praise, you know, for attention, uh, for center stage. So when I was watching a documentary, I was thinking, oh gosh, like he must have really struggled in the six years where he wasn't really working because he was battling with one of, someone who he deemed as his son or someone who was really close to him. That must really had had that must have really had a, a, a significant impact on his self esteem, his sense of self, right? Because Leo is very self orientated. Right. So yeah, very very interesting. But yeah, impulsive and very uh, emotional, like, lots of emotional displays. Um, I, I would imagine if he was upset, very dramatic, you know, in his presentation. Well, his name should have been Walter Drama Mercado. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but Matt, right. you did you did a little bit further. Um, uh, research on him in the chart, right? With yeah. The, when when he well, let me just tell people if you haven't seen it, um, make should I tell them? I don't. I, no, you have to go watch it. This <laughs> is not a paid product placement, but yes, everyone should watch it. <laughs> so what what was that you found? Because you told me that some date that he signed this contract yeah. it was a transit he was having. This is this is where the astrology gets freaky. Is that well? It's always freaky, you know that. But um, his midheaven, and the midheaven is the point in the zodiac, not in the sky, but in the zodiac that was highest in the sky when you were born. His is at twenty-three degrees Capricorn, and without giving too much away about the documentary, he signed a contract that, on the one hand, really multiplied his fame for a while, but then mm-hmm. ultimately ended up that he could not work under his own name. Mm-hmm. And he signed that contract uh, August 4th, 1995, when Neptune was exactly on his midheaven, which goes to show you that even an astrologer needs to talk to an astrologer sometimes. <laughs> but, but the thing is now is that now that Jupiter and Pluto are at that same point, 23 degrees Capricorn, all of a sudden he's famous again because of this documentary. Wow. Right. Right. That Astrology is so, is so amazing. It's compelling. The patterns are crazy. It is. For for people but, that just don't 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 buy into it, it's because they don't understand it. Mm, mm, you know? It's true, it's true. And you've got to be like I, I mentioned one time, you've got to be your own researcher, you know, like you've got to really live astrology, be observant, you know, observe the planets, the movement, the transits see what's going on in your life, see what patterns are, are surfacing. That's the only way, really, you're going to... You can have an innate understanding or urge to to want to understand it, but I think really living it and being mindful of what's going on in the transit, this is what's going to convince you that this is yeah. real. And tra- but, yeah, but, transiting, but I was, transiting huh? sun is on his Pluto, so that's indicating you know, that he's still... People are still talking about the documentary. You know, yep. I'm talking about him on Starstruck with Psychic Wayne. So that's pretty cool. I know, but you saw how happy he was when he'd done that last kind of show. Yeah. Did you see? I mean, how old is he? What, 89? Something old. Real old. Old, yeah. <laughs> what, what, he took so, he takes so much pride in his appearance. And, he, you know, he was always talking about the people, my people, my people. And that's such a Venus and Pisces kind of thing, you know, attitude. Like, he's in love with the universe. And he, I really felt that for him. And also, like, the glamorous 
side to him and how beautiful and dazzling he is. And so Pisces, like Venus and Pisces and all that Leo energy. Like, well, look at, look at his Neptune. It's unaspected. So, yeah, he definitely was into the glamour part of it. The, all uh, of the, the, sure. the tapes and the, the outfits and the, the, the hair, the makeup. And you know what I really thought was interesting? Like back in the, uh, when he was 80s, 90s or whatever, you know, the whole gay thing. He never, in this documentary, he never confirmed whether he was gay or not gay or any of that. But Very he kept that to himself. And Matt, you say you believe he's probably asexual. I, I wonder sometimes. I mean, I know he came from a cultural background where being gay was a no-no. And um, I, I, well, okay, look, here's the thing. Whether we're talking about sex or not, he was born with Uranus conjunct the North Node in his 12th house. Mm-hmm. And and that's a sure sign that you're going to be a, a little different from the average someone. Mm-hmm. And, and Mars, Mars is trying too. Yeah. yeah, and Mars is trying in that that Uranus. I can see. I I can actually believe that he is. Okay, let me run down the checklist: LGBTQQIAA. I think he might. Right. Be, have they well, had any yeah, letters it, recently? Huh? Have they had any letters to that recently? No, uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Wait a minute. Let me me do this shout out. Shout out. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align. And I am on with my international team of Matt and Christelle. Yeah, but, but now, definitely they added any letters to that. There's enough letters. I, There's enough letters for sure. But somebody in the documentary mentioned that he he may be non-binary, and I, and I yeah. can see that as possible. Okay, he okay. definitely inspired me though. He his Leo energy hit my mood. So yeah, I oh, felt yeah. good watching him. And it was it was great because of his yeah. example. From now on, all of my readings will include fifty percent more dramatic hand gestures with no extra charge. <laughs> uh, well, I want you, uh, let me find out. You sitting up in there with a cape on? <laughs> I want to know what Matt drinks every day. <laughs> Matt, what do you drink every day? Oh <laughs> uh, well, it starts with coffee. what's in your water. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Right now, transiting Saturn, his yeah. heaven ruler is exactly sextile his native venus there we go is his ascendant wow okay and you know venus at the anoretic degree 29 pisces Mm -hmm. that's that's mucho mucho amor right there (laughs) oh wow (laughs) that is (laughs) (laughs) okay okay i see when i talk to you guys i get to freak out about not freak out but when when i see stuff in astrology when i'm sitting here by myself i just Mm. like wow but I get to kind of act it out with you guys. That's great. Yeah. So, but you know what? Ah, we are running out of time, and I still need oh. to talk about. Go ahead. Can you say something, Matt? That was just a dope. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Homer Simpson was on. Um, I wanted to talk also about Naya Rivera. Oh, so sad. We got so much people to talk about. Not enough time. Um, Even yeah, her name. I talked about her last week with my. So if y'all international team, they're going to be, not my domestic team, I don't like that, my U.S. team. Well, we talked about Naya a bit, a little, a little bit. We didn't go into a whole lot of depth with her. Okay. Her name, though, can I just say, because I'm so big on things like this, like, we, how, do you, how do you pronounce it? Rivera? Rivera. Rivera. River? River? Water? River. Sorry. That, yeah. <laughs> Rivera. I'm leaving it like hey, that. No, no. Christelle. Re. Re? Ver. Ver. Ra. Rivera. 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 
Naya Rivera. Yeah. But when I learned, thank you for that, by the way. When I learned about her death and where it was, and I saw some of her captions, which were really kind of like Pisces orientated, I was like, this is the symbol, the symbology of this is crazy. Um, she had Uranus opposing Pluto, very tight, right? On the day of her death. Have you guys seen yeah. that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So this is a very intense uh, aspect. So Uranus is about sudden radical change and it's opposing Pluto, which is connected to death. And so, th- but, but, you know, if she was living, this is about an aspect of life or her life that needed to end in order to allow something new to take shape. But obviously she died. Obviously, you know, new things have taken shape, uh, not, not necessarily pleasant. Um, but this, you know, she experienced lots of extreme feelings and anxiety and vulnerability just based on this particular aspect. It's really, really interesting and also very intense. That and she was uh, just coming off of her Mars return. So she could have simply been too confident about her physical capacity for swimming or whatever. Right. So, so deep. And her Mars squaring Neptune as well, exact. So there, there was this strong urge and desire to escape something, yeah. you know, at the time. So I mean, if Neptune life permi- was to jump her Jupiter in Pisces. So that's that's a whole lot of water in energy there, you know? Yeah, that and I, there was a whole... We're, we're digging deep into the bag of astrological techniques here. But uh, her pre- prenatal eclipse, the eclipse, that, the last eclipse that happened before she was born uh, was at 24 degrees. Uh, sun was at 24 Aries. Moon was at 24 Libra. That mm-hmm. squares her natal sun, but all of that's being activated by transiting Jupiter and Pluto. Oh. In the eighth house. Yeah. In the eighth. In the eighth house, you guys, the house of Scorpio, which... I don't really like talking about it that much, but it's the house of death, but it's also you know, the house of transformation. You know, right. And she's got, dark. she's got a heavy eighth house. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? The the lunar eclipse will square her north node. So there were a lot of, I mean, oh, even if she had gone to get a reading, do you think, I mean, we'll say, don't go swimming. I mean, you would have to have read for it every day, every couple of hours. Yeah, that's the problem is that if she'd come to me the day before and said, I'm planning a trip tomorrow, mm. I would look at it and say, well, the moon's going to be void, of course, during the morning when oh, you leave. Oh, yeah. uh, you're having your Mars return, so maybe not this week. But yeah. the thing is, you you pretty much got to have an astrologer up your tailpipe every single day and then mm. ask the specific questions about that. Right. You're absolutely like, right. You do you do need an astrologer. I think, you know, when it comes to death, sometimes death happens because you haven't been living out certain planets. You've been denying certain planets. Um, and I feel like with this, she should have done some more work around her, you know, the trauma she probably experienced as a child because of the eighth house. There's so much energy in the eighth house. It makes me question whether she had any therapy or addressed any pain or any subconscious stuff, really. And I wonder whether that could have helped to save her in some right. capacity. Yeah. You know what? The, the good thing about it is that, you know, if, if there's any good about it, is that her kid uh, was okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is such a beautiful and extremely sad story. It's weird. It's a weird one. Yeah. And then, you know, her, her fifth house, which rules children, um, is ruled by Mercury. And... No, mm-hmm. 
Mercury is, is getting hit by all of those things. So I guess for him, obviously, that's not good news, you know? Yeah. Mm, mm. Okay. And he's the only one really that knows the story, right? And he's the one that's had to recall and retell it. Or tell I don't it. even know how old he is. Or I what. think he's four. I believe he's four or five. Okay. Very young. Yeah. Oh, you know and light enough to carry. I Sorry? think there was a lunar eclipse that was a close conjunction to her Saturn uh, before this last solar eclipse. And Saturn's connected right. to them. Yeah, been exact. I think it was 15 or 16. Yeah, and Sag. Was yeah. it 15 or 16? Uh, I think it was 15, and her, her Saturn is at 16, something yeah. like that. And it mm. rules the eighth house. Jeez. Okay. Well, there we have it. Very heavy. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, you know, I, I wanted to talk about May again, but we don't have time. <gasps> really? Not really oh. quickly? Not really quickly? Really For quickly. one moment? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, well, we got to hurry. Because the thing of it is, is that I don't trust that birth time that she had. I think it's somebody that just gave her a birth time. And uh, so, yeah. I, I just found their relationship really intriguing when I saw this, the synastry, uh, Matt. Well, what was the synastry? Really quickly. Just Pluto and, and Mars uh, opposition. So there was lots oh. of passion, but also really dangerous and very volcanic and explosive, you know? So lots of deep-seated issues between the two of them. Uh, and as much as they tried to reconcile things, it'd be really, really hard. You know, there, there was like, issues about control and supremacy. A very yeah. abusive placement if you're not careful. So this is not a, this is not a, a signature for a long term relationship. I don't think. Right. Matt, well, the thing think? of it is, is that I mean, they're alleging that he did it or somebody was going after him. Those details haven't come out, but the synastry of Mars square Pluto, there it is, right there. You know, because well, Mars yeah. guns Pluto and all that stuff. That's, that's danger. There's so there's see, so much danger in this. I'm I'm in basic agreement with all of the above. Plus, uh, when it comes to this, was the shot, wasn't it? When was that? Uh, On Sunday. The Sunday early. Yeah, that was uh, okay. I'm drawing a blank now. There was something going on, an aspect to her Mars. Oh no! Yeah, uh, the transiting Mars is square her Venus. There we go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you we know, know we know that. Yeah, go on, go on. You're going Mars, to say what I'm going to say. Mars rules guns and right. violence, and Venus is love relationships. So, however, this came out, and we'll we'll know more later. Um, you know, I think that they know more than they're saying at this point. Mm. You know, and her career was really—I really wish I had a birth time because we could see. I don't think her career is going to stall. And by the way, I think people were waiting for me to talk about her doing a collaboration with Cardi B, which actually is going to be great because. Her Venus conjuncts Cardi B's uh, natal Neptune and Uranus, which yep. is mm. great for collaboration. It's going to be mm. good. It's going to be a, okay. Okay, you guys. Yeah. Well, are I we done? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we got to go. And then next week, I guess we'll try to, well, the next time you guys are on, because we wanted to talk about Elvis's grandson, Lisa yeah. Marie's son, oh, yeah. committing suicide. And we have a good birth time on him. But, um, Christelle, if people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Yeah, just for now, you can uh, you can hit me up at Heart Space Astrology. That's my Instagram to come through if you want. Okay, and Matt, I'm at various places, but really, just send an email to astrologyshow at gmail dot com, and I'll send you a free ebook and tell you all about it. 
Okay. And if you want to get a hold of me, you go to my site, psychicwayne1.com. The psychicwayne, the number one.com. Uh, follow me on Instagram at psychicwayne1. You can also get your daily, weekly, and monthly horoscopes on Facebook, Psychic Wayne. And I have a big surprise coming out in August Ooh. for you guys. Leah season. <laughs> big surprise, big surprise. But we will talk about that. It's later. a neat photo shoot, isn't it? Oh, that's what it is. I'm going to be there. <laughs> From all my good angles. There you go. Love it. All right, you guys. Uh, have a great weekend. And thank you for tuning in to Starstruck with Psychic Wing with Stars Align, where we talk about all things astrology. And I want to thank my international team, Matthew. Yeah, boy. And <laughs> See you guys. All right. Bye. Night. You're tuned in to Starstruck, where the stars align.